0: (laughs) um hello and welcome back to the tcc podcast i'm here with
1: shayna erica
0: and i'm wyatt and today we're going to be discussing the topics of the recent primary election and the coronavirus and the impact that it's having on our society
1: okay so we're in california and recently the primary election results came out and super
0: tuesday just happened right super tuesday
1: I can't even talk. Super Tuesday <laughs> just happened. Um, and Bernie won, Jeez. <laughs> Bernie won California. Jesus. Um, Bernie won California. So I think that's a pretty big victory for him. Yeah. Considering we kind of take a, a considering lot Considering
0: that. that we have, like, what, 450, like, yeah. votes that we get in the Electoral College, which is considerably more than even Texas, which has, like, the second highest. Like we Texas hu- voted for uh,
1: Biden. Yeah,
0: Texas voted for Biden, but I think it was by a very very thin margin.
1: I'm just still surprised. Texas yeah, I'm very is a yeah, Wednesday. I mean I think
0: yeah, I'm very surprised. Well, cuz it was but it was the primary though, so it was only that like yeah, like democratic voters voting, but I think <laughs> Joe Biden made a very like unexpected comeback considering yeah. that like in the beginning with um Iowa and New Hampshire, with the Iowa and New Hampshire primaries, he lost by a considerable margin and even nevada he did really bad and i mean he really kind of came back with like south carolina but i mean i think it was very expected that he was going to do good in south carolina i think like everyone kind of knew that like biden was going to do good in south carolina based on the fact that like they have a higher concentration of black voters and statistically he's done really well with black voters but i don't think a lot of people expected such you know like a large success for him on super yeah. tuesday because he, he i mean he he won a lot of states but in terms of votes in the electoral college right now he's only sitting with 70 more electoral 70 something more than like what bernie has and in the big scheme of things since you need like what like a 1900 something yeah. to win the democratic nomination that's not really a huge amount but it does it's relatively good for it,
1: what people were thinking it's was gonna it's happen.
0: super tuesday i guess improved a lot of his image even though like yeah. i don't really like joe biden it <laughs> gave a lot of people this opinion that like oh like you know joe biden can could be someone to like beat trump yeah, in yeah. November.
1: because i mean nowadays like all the news is about how like articulate he is or like oh mm-hmm. he messed up here messed up there but it's like now it's like oh he has success yeah Yeah. like now he's actually going places yeah some of the states he won includes maine right and then there's like texas is a big one he won alabama
0: well because he won a lot of (laughs) is this from npr
1: no so Uh, he won like big states like uh texas obviously uh alabama north and south carolina both virginia Tennessee, Minnesota. But if you look at the
0: states that he won, they were mostly, like, um... Southern. Mostly southern states where you still have kind of, like, your older style of Democratic voter. Yeah. That's there, you're more so, like... I feel
1: like that's the kind of demographic that Biden kind of Exactly,
0: like, you're more so, like, you know, Bill Clinton-type Democrat, you know? Like, old, like, very old-style Democrat, but... Traditional. Very traditional, very moderate... Versus when you look at, like, the West Coast and, like, new, like the New England area. Like, if you look at, like, Vermont um, and, like, mainly, like, the West Coast, like, Washington or Oregon, California, you see more voters that align with Bernie because mm-hmm. you see more, vo- like, voters that are, like, more far to the left, if yeah. that makes sense. Like, what we would call, like, progressive voters. And I think that's particularly why Bernie has done really well in California. And I think we could also see him, you know, potentially winning, like, the Oregon and Washington primaries, just based on the fact that, not like, more so, like, in California. But I know, like, in California, he won, like, the Latino vote by, like, a large margin. Yeah. Because he spent a lot of the time in, like, the Central Valley and talking yeah. with migrant farm workers he and stuff plans. like that. He has yeah. He has plans. And a lot of people, I mean, even though, like, yes, he is, like, another, like, old white guy. A lot of people see Bernie as someone that's consistent. Mm-hmm. Based on the fact that he's been fighting for a lot of the same issues that he stands for for his whole life versus like joe biden like a lot of other candidates like joe biden and like elizabeth warren regardless of like what your opinion on them is they haven't <clears> been <throat> the most consistent when it comes to like their ideology and their policies mm-hmm. i think
1: warren especially with her whole native american yeah scandal, that, that's like that's that really that's a lot people. of people yeah
0: that really did kind of f up her public image in yeah. a way and even like i remember i was reading the thing like It showed a picture of like Bernie Sanders at like the Vermont, um, like, 1983 like Gay Pride Parade when like all the other like Democratic senators like Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren Uh weren't supporting like gay rights and didn't think it was an issue. Versus Bernie has been like at the forefront of civil rights. Literally, literally since like the literally since the beginning of his career has been fighting for the same causes and has been advocating for things. Like that not o- that up only his word. exactly like that only he then was advocating yeah. for
2: and like what you guys were saying about like their public like viewing i've seen like all over like youtube instagram snapchat like they're all promoting and advertising their, like, things. Like, go vote for, like, Bernie. Go for and Sanders. Who, like, yeah, yeah. who all literally little...
0: spent, like, so much money yeah. and then only got, like, Electoral College mm-hmm. votes from, like, American Samoa, which which is, like, maybe, like, one. Yeah. Because, like, their population, they're not even a state, they're, like, a territory. But, yeah, like, like, all
2: their little messages are, like, I'm Mike Bloomberg, and I, what's it called, like, so approved, I, mean, I approve this message.
0: Th- that's what kind of irritates me, though, yeah. about, like, how, I mean, part of me feels, like, just, I mean, this is probably bias because, like, I'm a Bernie supporter, but, right. like... I feel like they did kind of screw Bernie out on Super Tuesday because it was kind of, like, unprecedented how you had such a diverse range of candidates and then so many of them dropped out before. Yeah. Like, you had, like, like when did... I don't. I don't know. Did Pete Buttigieg drop out?
1: Buttigieg dropped out pretty recently, yeah. like a few days before Super Tuesday, I think. Warren just dropped out after Super Tuesday. Yeah, Warren dropped out after Super Tuesday, and then other candidates like my, Yang my, and oh Kupferberg yeah, and all those mm-hmm. people like they dropped out really early. Klobuchar so
0: dropped out. That was a big one. She that was and yeah. You literally had like so many like we really were, had a diverse like yeah, and I think people. that like if those candidates were to have stayed in for an extra few days into super tuesday we could have saw bernie sanders probably winning super tuesday because a lot of that would have taken support away from biden yeah. like that little bit of mm-hmm. like all those little bits of support uh-huh. merged into joe biden's support <laughs> because you've had all these candidates all drop out at once and then literally like they all dropped out and then they enjo- and they, they endorsed joe biden in their, like, resignation from, like, yeah. the presidential race, which is crazy. I
1: don't know. I was just, like, as soon as the the list kind of came out for all the candidates, I was really excited because there was, like, women in there. There were women of color yep. in there. There was Andy mm-hmm. Yang in there. And, like, they all had big plans. But yeah. I think it's because, like we kind of want answers right now, you know? Like, And that's want...
0: why I think a lot of people like Bernie, because he has yeah. a specific plan for everything. Like, with
1: Yang, he was, like, super new, super fresh, like, into the thing, and he had all these plans. He's, like, he plans giving a $1,000 be... $1, to, like, every single yeah. family or something like that, and a lot of people saw that as very unrealistic. Uh, yeah. or like, oh, yeah. but how are you going to do that? What about the taxes? It's going to exactly. screw us over. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people kind of moved mm-hmm. away with that. But with Bernie, who knows what he's doing and who understands, yeah. like the kind of agenda that people want to see exactly yeah. i feel like that's kind of why a lot of people would support and him. i think
0: i mean i hate to like i mean yes obviously probably because they're like rich white men right. like they've obviously, you know, obviously they've obviously you know gotten to the forefront of like the political scene but in terms of like joe biden and bernie sanders they're very very they're very like not based on ideas, because obviously everyone knows that, like, they're very different. Like, Joe Biden's more moderate, where Bernie Sanders is more liberal and progressive. Uh-huh. But they're just very different in terms of, like, what they represent. Like, a lot of people that are young don't like Joe Biden because he represents the establishment. He represents, in a way, like, corruption. And he just represents sticking to, like, the status quo. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, like, burnt, Like in my mind, like, Joe Biden would be kind of akin to, like, Hillary Clinton in the fact that like Little she bit, represents yeah. you know like the establishment because you can tell that like the Democratic Party doesn't want Bernie to get the nomination and that's obvious and it's obvious be like because they, they just they're gonna don't... have to change yes because they have all these Democratic candidates that are like not endorsing Bernie and that are just all endorsing biden yeah. like all at once you know and, and it's i like, think it's because it just seems a little odd
1: yeah i feel like america as a whole like with the administration that we have right now uh, and where we're going with like the primaries and stuff like that a lot of i guess democrats in general maybe a lot of moderates um are not inclined to changing society like as soon as possible because we kind of think that like oh, they're just, tr- I
0: feel like in my opinion like it's just people being too shy No, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like they're
1: just too scared or they're like nervous like, or something oh, like, that but, wouldn't work. Like, but
0: like if you truly want someone who can like and this is just me being like a brain supporter but like if you truly <laughs> want someone who can like take on Trump you need someone who has a strong force. Who has, who has, yes, who, who has, like, who you has... You can,
2: can't challenge him.
0: Exactly. You know who has, like, the momentum, and Bernie has that momentum, and he has, like, specific ideas to do so. And that's why a lot of people, even though, like, like, they're liberal, they still don't want to vote for, like, Bernie Sanders, because they're, like, they just think of him as, like, too radical. Like, I'm yeah. not going to name names, but, like, I was talking to, like, some of my friends who were, like, old <laughs> enough to vote, like, in the primary, yeah. and they were like, oh, I ended up voting for Joe Biden because, you know, I don't... I thought that, you know, like right now, like Bernie Sanders isn't like what America needs. He's like too radical. I'm like, but the thing is, like, it's.
1: We had our president for yeah. four we years a, and we, we thought had a that radical. Was a shit show.
0: Exactly. We had a radical ass, like, very far right wing president versus if you look at like other Republicans in the past, like George Bush would more so be like a moderate. Yeah. Like if you like. Like, George Bush, and even if, like, Joe Biden went in there, that's very... I mean, even though they're from different political parties, they're very moderate in each of their political parties. Versus Trump is very, very far to the right, and Bernie is mm-hmm. very far to the left.
1: Yeah. But even
0: then, like, with Joe Biden, I really don't think that he would take on issues as hard as Bernie would. Yeah. And wouldn't really take them on as fast as Bernie would. Because, I mean, like, even, even if you look at, like, his stance on climate change, mm. he doesn't think it's as big of an issue... That Bernie does, and that's just shown by the fact that, like, I don't, I forgot. Like, kind of
1: leaving it up to the system. Well, yeah, yeah, he's just like,
0: oh, you know, like, let, like, let whatever happen what's going to happen, and, like, some of, like, the biggest financers of his campaign are, like, billionaire oil executives. Who do you think he's going to be, like, have the interest of when they're the ones that are contributing millions and millions of dollars and helping him, do all this voter outreach, who do you think he's going to be in debt to? The American voter or a billionaire or the billionaire that is financing his campaign and having and helping him put in office. And that's why I feel like Bernie has had such a bigger challenge because he's not very morally, like he doesn't let things sway his morals in a way. Like he's, his campaign is very like unprecedented (laughs) in the way that it's only like, it's funded through, like, a, I guess you could say, like, a grassroots movement. Like, it's only... Um, it's funded through, like, donations. Which yeah. is very, very hard to fund a political campaign solely through donations. Because usually yeah. you have, like, super PACs or stuff backing you up. Like, if a Republican president, or, like, whoever gets a Republican nominee, will obviously have, like, big lobbying firms like the NRA backing them up and stuff like that. And... Like, whoever gets a Democratic nomination will obviously have the, like, union groups backing them up and stuff like that. And so I think it's very unprecedented to solely rely on donations to fund your campaign. And in the way, he is kind of like a populist for doing that, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just, like, I feel like a lot of the Democratic Party, they're kind of shifting towards a more modernistic viewpoint um so they almost i feel like they're like progressive yeah i feel like they're nearly like intimidated by sanders like i feel like even though he's like and it's like
0: like the new wave of democrats like if you even if you look at like the 2018 midterms when you had people like Elon omar and alexandria ocasio-cortez and all these people like how there was not only such a dramatic flip in congress or in the house of representatives i should say but like how, like, the demographics shifted in a way. Yeah. Like, you had, you know, Congress shift from being predominantly old white men, regardless of the Republican more... or Democrat, to, be ve- to being very, very diverse. Yeah. Like, we have the most diverse Congress now that we have in history. And a lot of those yeah. more diverse people have more diverse and more progressive viewpoints. And I think, in a way, people like Elon Omar and people like Exa- Andrea, um what's her name? your aoc or Ocasio-Cortez. You know, <laughs> I feel like, in a way, those people scare the Democratic establishment because they see that, like, you know, this is the future. They have the momentum to stay in office, and they have the momentum and the support to affect policy, and I feel like that scares the Democratic Party in a way.
1: Yeah, I I mean, even when they just, like, talk on different, like, social issues, I, li- I listen to that yeah. because it's so powerful what those... Those, because they're, young. I don't want to say kinds of people, but like those kinds of like representatives, like how aggressive they are, how, how gre- passionate they and are, and how
0: committed they are to not sticking to the status quo, exactly. and to like actually, and how like not afraid they are of going against the norm and speaking against the establishment and stuff like that. And the I think,
1: definition of go
0: getters. <laughs> no, but literally, like I think in a way, like a lot of them see a bit of themselves in Bernie Sanders, and that's why a lot of you know bernie sanders endorsements have been from these young congressmen and women that are very progressive and that haven't been in office for a long time but because they know that that he would
1: work alongside them rather than like you do that i'm gonna do my own thing bernie i feel like understands that he's gonna have to work with several groups of different people And he understands that all of them kind of have their own different issues. And I feel like that's kind of why a lot of his campaign works towards more of the social issues, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with like education, like when he was telling. Yeah, and like healthcare and stuff like that. Because like all of us are going to have to experience that. All of us are going to have to go through that. We're going to have to, you know, be a part of the system at some point. And there are big
0: issues that a lot of Democrats are just too unwilling to confront. Yeah. Like, if you look at Joe Biden, he's not very big on healthcare, yeah. but, like, our healthcare system, regardless of, like, what political affiliation you are, it's very, very flawed.
2: And you can see what the podcast we did on healthcare, like, it's <laughs> all different.
0: <laughs> no, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, regardless of, like, your political affiliation, it is very flawed just based on, like, you know, how high drug, so how high, like, see. you know, yeah, exactly, like, statistics and, like, how high drug prices are here and stuff like that.
1: Especially with like elder people and they, veterans they really and stuff get like
0: that, like and how over. yeah exactly like you know is Medicaid the one that covers? Is it Medicare? I think it's Medicaid that covers.
1: Medicaid is for like the, like I know yay, Medicare yay. is for like welfare, or like people. Then, then like it's Medicaid. And like, then Medicaid yeah. is
0: for like senior citizens and stuff like that. But even if you just look at like how we, like what our healthcare system is for like veterans and for older people and people that are statistically more like more vulnerable members of our society it's very flawed and I think you know a lot of people commend Bernie for having the willingness to take on these issues and in regards to you know like how the primary election will go i don't think i honestly can't see bernie sanders dropping out anytime soon i no. really don't but i really no, no. i really can't see him doing it because he he's has worked so much He he like exactly he's worked so much, he's worked so much and he's yeah. had such a big momentum even since 2016 yeah. because he, he has like he has that same message and he has that same base of he people He sticks
1: with his you know kind of like profile but that's yeah, not yeah,
0: yeah. i mean his but the thing is his challenge in the mainstream election isn't going to be appealing to the progressive because he's going to get their vote and he's going to get the votes from California. But how is he going to go to States in the Midwest that Mm -hmm. are swing States or States in the South that are traditionally more moderate Democrat States and convince, you know, the moderate democratic voter or just the moderate voter in the middle of the political spectrum that he's the man for the job. How is he going to sway, you know, the little bit of, like, not so radical Trump supporters, to come over to his side of the aisle and to vote for him in the yeah. general election, because if he can do that, then he'll get the election no problem. But that's going to be his challenge is ap- yeah. is appealing to the moderates because a lot of people do see him as oh like too radical, and like oh he's a socialist and stuff like that. But I mean I feel like a lot of it comes from misinformation. But then again. He is pretty like his policies are very very far left, and I think you know that just scares a lot of people.
2: Yeah.
0: Coronavirus. Yeah, we can switch. Okay, over. um, so for our second half of the episode, we're going to be moving to the topic of the coronavirus and the impact that it's having in our community today. It's all
2: over the world. And
0: exactly all over the world, it's crazy. and I know like you know, recently. um there's like so Ar- many
2: cases around us. Like, Yeah. There were eight confirmed but I, in Colorado. Yeah, but
0: I mean, yeah, and I think recently, like, in the international community, it's been really big in Italy and in Iran. It's affecting that, everyone Yeah, those general. two have been, um, like, those two countries have been in the news a lot. Like, I know, like, Iran was talking about releasing some of its prisoners because, like, mm-hmm. there was the coronavirus was spreading in jails and stuff like that. And especially since, you know, like, Iran isn't, like, this isn't to sound like... Bias anyway, but, like, Iran isn't, like, a, like, you know, like, a first world country that's, right. that's very, very, very developed. That's just facts, And yeah, yeah. so they, yeah. would, they wouldn't have, like, the infrastructure to and control, like, the logistics yeah, to, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. combat the coronavirus and stuff like that, but, I mean, who really It's hard already
2: for, like, big cities to exactly. control it's, it. Exactly. It's it. already
0: hard, it's hard for, like, the United States to, like, yeah. control it and stuff like that, and especially when you look, at, like, um, at a country like Iran, which is mainly, like, a landlocked country. Uh-huh how are they going to, like, contain that? Yeah,
1: I feel like even with, like, I know in, okay, so there's, like, there's Italy, um, a lot of Asian countries, uh, obviously, and Iran, and with Iran, the health administrator uh, got coronavirus, so I think that's kind of ironic in a way, but, like, even with uh, the cases happening in different countries, I feel like with an outbreak like this... You would think the most logical thing to do is quarantine as many people as possible in one location, because even with like the U S with that cruise ship,
0: they're quarantining. They're quarantining these people in such different like exactly like like with
1: us, we're trying to get them into one place so that it's contained in that area itself. So so it won't spread. So it won't spread out anywhere. But like with Iran, like releasing the prisoners because there's a coronavirus outbreak within the jail. Like, you're just going to spread it even more. Even more. And yeah, it's going to ensue like more Yeah, chaos exactly. exactly. I mean,
0: I feel like in a way, though, that's kind of what the United States is doing, which with, like, keeping this um, cruise ship off the coast of San Francisco, like the Princess Cruise one, because there's, like, 2,000 people on board, and, like, 21 of them have symptoms. It's but a, what happens to the other, you know, like, like 19,000 or, like, 1,900, yeah. yeah. like... Eight hundred I can't do math. Nineteen <laughs> hundred and like eighty like people that are on board that cruise ship. Like what happens to all the other like thousands yeah, of people like, of healthy not just the people and like I feel like if you had that many sick people in one area, especially in a cruise ship where yeah. quarters are already cramped, that's just gonna lead to it spreading more. So they need it's to find out quick. who has symptoms, who is testing positive. Be, remove like, those people from the ship put those people in a separate quarantine that are known to be sick and then take the people off all the people off the cruise ship and then put them in quarantine for what is it like a 13 for 13 days or something however long however long the incubation period is for the coronavirus and then once they see you know if like if all these people are healthy then they can release them to the general public and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and even though yes it's it sounds very radical. I feel like that's like the only way to keep it from spreading. But in a way, yeah. I feel like a lot of the um, the news about the coronavirus is very much like hysteria. Because yeah. some of it is it, real, yeah, and yeah, it it, is. you real. I mean, that's what a lot of people forget to like realize is that like like separating um, like, propaganda opi- from ex- exactly truth. propaganda and like opinion from fact yeah. and like what's actually happening. Versus the media saying, "Oh, like we're not prepared," and like. Yeah, like you see everyone getting scared. But the thing scared. is, this isn't like the UN or the World the World Health Organization hasn't the declared <laughs> hasn't declared um, this like a pandemic yet. Yeah. And I mean, it's not very lethal. No, like you it's have not. a very very like even if you contract it, you have a very very low chance of dying yeah. from it.
2: And you like, see like all those that have died, they're all like older people. Like they're all older. Systems. Exactly. Yeah. Plus, if you're all...
0: young. You and you have a strong immune system. You're, I know you're, you're gonna die. You're, and, exactly. It's like not those fruit.
1: that are really susceptible, like younger kids, even like less than the age of ten or something Babies like and that. stuff like that. Too, like which infants. Is rare. Those people are obviously gonna be very susceptible because their immune systems are very exactly. weak not right now. Enough. And then with older people, their immune systems are very weak due to just Aging. age. Yeah. So like a lot of us are pretty much fine, like for the most part. But even then. At this point, it's just practicing good hygiene. Yeah. Like, making sure, you know, you're washing your hands, you're covering your face, you're, you know, not Wearing touching mask. anything. I or anything feel like, like the
0: masks don't really do a whole lot, though. Yeah,
1: they were saying the masks don't do a whole yeah. lot, but still, just, like, practicing good hygiene, you'll be fine.
0: Because remember, I was watching a thing, and, um, like, about some... I forgot what her name was. <laughs> she was, um like, a surgeon. And she was saying, you know, like, this mask isn't going to protect you from getting the coronavirus it, yeah, because you know. what... like medical professionals wear masks for while doing surgery it's not to get it's not like protecting themselves it's so that they can protect exactly it's it's so that they can protect the patient from whatever from whatever kinds of like pathogens or like diseases that their body has that they could transmit into like an open so if anything coronavirus
1: victims (laughs) would be wearing masks and if anything we would just be practicing good hygiene. exactly yes
0: because I mean but then again, I mean, do people really think that, like, if you're in an area where there's a shit ton of people that have a coronavirus, which is rare, like, where right. like, where are you going to be at unless you're in, like, Wuhan, China? But, like, even then... Yeah. Even then, like even how then, ma- how many deserted people- people- over exactly, there. Exactly. It's deserted. And how many people in Wuhan, even though the city is quarantined, how many people in that large-ass city do they actually have confirmed that have the coronavirus? Yeah. yeah. How many? And I think most people, even, like just based on the fact that the Chinese government's very, like, totalitarian in the way that, like, they monitor people, I think that, you know, like, a lot of those people are, like, actually put in, like, hospitals and stuff like that. But, like, what are the, like, actual chances that, like, you wearing a mask is going to protect, like, a virus? Like, do we really think that, like, a piece of cloth is going to protect, like, like, our whole immune system from, like, contracting something?
2: Yeah, like, it doesn't fully prevent it but like does help cuz it like, protects in a way. I work at the clinic. <laughs> and like if you As have a if, if you come in like with a cough or like flu like symptoms, they automatically make you put on a mask. And now um I have friends that work at like the VA, the, the hospital, and there's three confirmed cases already in there like, but they haven't told the public. So obviously. Yeah. So like obviously workers are scared cuz they don't want to get contaminated, but they have they have to be there to help them. And I know at our clinic, like, before you even get checked in, there's, like, a survey you have to take where, like, you mark off um, symptoms you've had, and it's, like, coronavirus symptoms. And if you've been out of the country, and, like, there's no cure right now. Like, like Shayna was talking earlier. There's like it'll cure, take, but They'll take, like, they're making the a vaccine. shot right yes, now. Yeah, yes, yes, vaccine. But that's
0: mm-hmm. just because, like, again, a flaw in our healthcare system yep. and how, like, how medicine Ooh. moves and the fact that, like, we rely on all of our research and development to come from private companies who have a sole purpose of making profit and then even when these private companies do put out a vaccine it's such there's so much just bureaucracy Mm -hmm. that it takes the fda Mm -hmm. months to usually years to approve a medication or a vaccine for public use or even for human trials because it has to go through human trials first and then it has to get approved by the fda before it can go to the general public and it's such a lengthy process and then finally when all this you know lengthy process is over
2: you don't even know if the coronavirus is going to be around
0: exactly but i mean like my main point is like oh my god (laughs) but like my main point is like when um Like, when this whole lengthy process is over, the company can mark up their vaccine for however much money they want to, just based on the fact that, like, there's, like, supply and demand, and since it's urgent. And in a way, it's, like, surcharging, in a way. Capitalism at its finest. (laughs) Literally, unregulated capitalism in its maliciousness at its finest.
2: Yeah. It's just spreading really fast, but... I don't, honestly, I don't think people really need to be that yeah. scared about it. There's so many
0: more people that have like died. Especially of the flu, in the,
2: the, flu's, the flu's more scary to yeah. catch than the coronavirus. Yeah, if you get
0: like if you actually come down with like the flu, because people are like I got the flu. I'm like if, unless you have like influenza, like yeah. you ain't you ain't got the flu. A or B. Yeah. Literally, like, like the actual like, symptoms of like influenza like the flu are like terrible yeah like Like they're like they're like life threatening if you if you get like the Mm -hmm. common flu and like you're not vaccinated against it it's like it's a terrible like painful disease that you actually can die from
2: yeah we get so many people that come in like complaining like i i have flu symptoms i feel like i have the flu but they look fine you do the test and everything and like it comes out negative but then the virus no the ones that usually come out positive are the ones that literally look dead they're have made all the symptoms, um, and it's either going to be flu A or flu B, but you know, it's usually if you look really dead, then you have the flu.
0: You can yeah. tell the
2: difference, between yeah, yeah, you yeah. really can,
1: yeah. As, I so, don't know, it starts to
0: show on the outside of the body, yeah. yeah,
1: especially in like the United States. We don't really have as many cases compared to like Wuhan, China, or yeah. like Japan, or even like yeah. North or South Korea. And we North only Korea there ain't shit because like they're fucking blocking everyone. They're yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. But like in the United States, we only have like one confirmed death, right?
0: Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, there's like, well, no, because there was like six in like Washington State, like all that. Deets? Deets
1: deaths? Or... Deaths? No oh, deaths. Like okay.
0: they have like schools closed in like Washington State. Oh, that was but... only California. Sorry. No, that yeah, was one only death, California. but death. um. One I high think... school
2: close to us got one confirmed case and ARC Yeah. McClatchy. Mm-hmm. Put but there's a the lot
0: best. of people. Like, if you look at a lot of these people who have the coronavirus or who have been testing positive for it, especially just in like the Sacramento region, like where we live, a lot of them have like mild symptoms yeah. that are very, very, very like like yes, they have like the virus, fever,
2: cough, yeah, of just like
0: common yeah. like you know cold symptoms. Like anyone but, can I have mean, that. I mean, they've tested positive for the virus, but. Since there's such a low chance of them dying from the virus, the like, it's just, like, the symptoms aren't that bad. And so yeah. the hospital will say, okay, like, yes, you have this, but it's not that bad. You'll probably survive. So, like, self-quarantine yourself in your house. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, all the people that have the coronavirus in the United States are, like, on, like knocking on desk door and, like, are, yeah. like, yeah. being quarantined in, like, a hospital with, like, full hazmat suits yeah. and stuff like that. Like, that's not, like... You know, it's the just reality it hasn't reached that limit. exactly. Yeah,
2: they make it seem like such a big deal, like all these like scary masks. But that's like in the places where like you see like in China, like all the big people cases. literally dying yeah. on the street. Like.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's trying and to. And I think scare a lot. People. I I think I think a lot of it is trying to scare people. And I think. I don't know if it's intentional by the media. I
1: think it is. I think
0: in a way it is because, you know
1: more attention the media. Exactly. The more, exactly, yeah. the
0: more me- like the more attention, the more people watch the news <clears throat> and the more people watch the news and the more, the more, more ratings think, like, oh, Maybe, go maybe
2: up. I up. And the more their
0: ratings go up, the more money that it's in yeah. their pocketbook. Because
2: you've seen The media
0: Yeah. Go- mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I feel like the media also does kinda like play off of like, you know, our like our fear. Our exactly our fear, our anxiety. And so when we hear something like that, like, you know, our survival instinct kind of kicks in in a little bit, in, like, in a way. And then we, like, want to know as much about it as possible. And so where do we go to know about it? Media. The news. And so who gets more money? The news.
1: Plus, I feel like it kind of feeds into the cycle that, oh, they're scared about the coronavirus, so they're going to go... <laughs> and like buy all the masks and get all the hand sanitizers yep. and go to the hospital mm-hmm. and it like racks up economy. stock up, up the, on food you know, literally, the literally like the
0: news saying like oh like you know you need to have some like essentials and stuff like that like giving the public information that they normally would be giving them if there's like a hurricane or yeah, like exactly. like stock up on food and have like you know like, like non perishables nearby like, it's, it's not the end of the world it's exactly. not an epidemic and it's not something that is rapidly infecting yeah because there is what, like, maybe two, there's 200,000 cases confirmed worldwide. And yes, that sounds like a lot. But 200,000 200, out of 700 billion, or out of 7, 7 billion people, <laughs> people? yeah. Like, what, 7 billion people that are Probably on this like earth? Probably,
2: like, less than a percentage or something.
0: Literally, I mean, like, like, what is that? maybe even a few like, percentages. i don't yeah.
1: math.
2: <laughs> And <laughs> I, I can see firsthand, like, I, I'll i ask doctors, I'm like, what do you guys think? They're like, it's not even that big of a deal. Like, if you see doctors... And you in, work with doctors Yeah, like, IA. if you see doctors and health pre- professionals are really, like, not caring or not really, like, it's taking not it seriously, epidemic. then it's not that exactly,
0: serious. Exactly, yeah. And, and who should we be trusting here? The doctors? Or media? Or yeah, the, the media, media and the public who have a tendency to over-exaggerate on issues and who have a tendency to get emotional about issues. And when you have emotions and over-exaggeration playing into yeah. such a serious topic, it leads to a lot of misinformation. And I think a lot of, you know, like, the news surrounding the coronavirus I don't know if it's intentional but i feel like a lot of it is kind of like rooted in like xenophobia yeah because a lot of it is like oh you know like having this irrational fear of outsiders mm-hmm. and immigrants and stuff like that oh we can't let it like we can't let anyone come into our country and stuff like that and even if they are coming from china like if you just do like a temperature test on them or whatever yeah. which is very quick like they can you just
2: put it in their mouth two seconds done they have like
0: little like laser things that they yeah can, yeah like it's not hard or like if they actually think see someone that's like really sick then, like yes they like shouldn't let him into the country and stuff like that but i really don't think that represents the vast mm-hmm. amount of people
1: it's just bringing back racism it literally is it's just yeah, it's just cool bringing thing. about it's bringing it's just, back
0: like racism it it kind of just shows like do like as a country, like how racist we are yeah. in times of trouble yeah. because it's like, oh, you know, like I don't want them, like I don't want them near me, like, yeah. like I don't want those Chinese people near me. First of all, <laughs> do you know that they're Chinese, or like, do you or, or do you just think they're Asian? Yeah. Second of all, like, you just have like a that's just literally just like an that's like a subtle like prejudice against Asian people, is plus, what that is. like,
1: just because they're Asian doesn't mean they have the coronavirus. exactly, and just because
0: they're Chinese doesn't mean they have the coronavirus, yeah, I don't
1: understand, like. Like it's just people, mean. People even like at school just experiencing this racism yes. just because. Yeah, like and it's the like the it's coronavirus just so... being in Sacramento. It's like, dude, it's not even that big of a. And deal. then for people
0: not to even pick up on it.
1: Like, <laughs> we get the coronavirus, God. which is
0: no, but like, which is which? It's just literally like so ignorant is what it's it is. It's so yeah,
2: Like you'll see these stories like. Uber drivers that are Asian like getting canceled rides yeah. just because they're like there Chinese, was some guy yeah. there was some
1: guy in London that got like beat up because yeah, he's Asian that, and yeah. like they thought he had the coronavirus and Which it's is like re-
0: absolutely what? like ridiculous. You know? It's just
1: ensuing racism and it also back and it, into and it, in a
0: way it's just kind of like it's stupid. It exactly really it shows stupid. a way it it just shows like not just, a sense of like irrationality R-racism. and it shows a sense of not only racism but just. Not thinking with logic and not yeah. thinking objectively and not being able to look at the whole big picture, which honestly kind of speaks to like a lot of people's intelligence if yes. they can't really. So basically, you know, look in a at real an issue apocalypse,
1: we're screwed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, because... no, because we are because people can't just people cannot think rationally. Under a crisis, which in reality this isn't even really a crisis. So how? Exactly. So how the hell would people deal with an I mean, actual crisis? we're acting crisis,
2: irrationally now, and this is even like an epidemic. How the hell, the hell like are we epidemic, actually going to deal with a real crisis? What's going to so happen when like an apocalypse from an And you see so many people making fun of it. Like at school, you'll be like, "Ooh, it's I have It's not like I, like like I the don't corona. even
0: get like it's not even it's just kind of like outdated at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's
2: like, stupid. and it's not
0: it's not even like funny. It's not even really something. Like you to see all, all these things. Things? Like, shut up, shut up. Like you're just ignorant. That's literally what it is. it's Like I don't want to get the coronavirus. Don't come near me. we like fuck off then like literally <laughs> but like i don't know i mean
1: just people being ignorant in general to other people like oh well i don't want to be near you because you might have the coronavirus it's, it's just what, like, it's, uh, it's you're blowing it out of proportion unnecessarily and it just shows how ignorant at its simplest yeah just dumb at its simplest <laughs> level
0: it's western culture being prejudiced towards Minorities. third world minority eastern culture that's period literally that's literally at its simplest form what it is
2: yeah. so what's it called how do you say this um long story short coronavirus is not that big of a deal no it's not and i think <laughs> really a lot of isn't.
0: it um to kind of just sum it up is rooted in xenophobia and hysteria yes
2: yeah another example of media trying to control
0: us. yeah And I think that's just going to, like, in another That's on 1984. (laughs) (laughs) That's on Big Brother right there. That's what that's on. That's on The Party.
1: Yes. And
0: that's on Winston. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, With that, that concludes our episode of the TCC podcast. Thank you guys for listening.
2: Bye.